Hello everyone and welcome to the Men and Tights Podcast. This is part 9 of my release, the Snyder Cut series, and for this entry I will be discussing the apparent hatred for that people ha- seem to have for director Zack Snyder. Oh shit. Sorry, I'm watching Ring of Honor on TV right now. I'm recording this Sunday evening and, uh, and here in Jacksonville, North Carolina. They show Ring of Honor TV at 11.30pm Sunday evenings because the local ABC affiliate is owned by Sinclair Broadcasting. <sighs> and just... Yeah, it's a segment with uh, uh, Shane Taylor and... Christopher Daniels, where Christopher Daniels was offered a new contract with Ring of Honor, and Shane just decided to fuck him up, saying, "You know, I'm the I'm the man. I'm I, Ring of Honor is my my promotion, and all this other nonsense." And fucked up Chris Christopher Daniels and tore up his contract. Anyway, uh, that's not what you want to hear on this one. You want to hear my thoughts on people who hate Zack Snyder. Well, I have quite a few thoughts on that, and. My thoughts are, well, before I get to the thoughts on how I feel about people that hate Zack Snyder, I'm just going to you know, reiterate what I've said previously. I'm a big fan of Zack Snyder. Every Zack Snyder movie that I've seen, even though I actually haven't seen Sucker Punch, that's the only Zack Snyder movie that I haven't seen yet, every movie that I've seen of his, I've seen Dawn of the Dawn of a Dead remake, I've seen 300, I've seen Watchmen, I've seen Legends of the Guardians, Tales of Kahul, and I've seen Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and I have loved all of those movies. I still have yet to see Sucker Punch, but I probably will as soon as I'm uh, done with this, maybe see if they have it at Walmart or Best Buy and I can buy a copy of that. But I have never been disappointed by a Zack Snyder movie. Uh, or should I say, a fully directed Zack Snyder movie, because we, we all know how the theatrical cut of Justice League was. And... I've noticed how a lot of people, they seem to have this these problems with Zack Snyder, and... I mean... For the people that only hate his movies, that's fine. You don't have to like his movies, like I've always said. Movies are works of art, art is subjective, you can, just because I like it doesn't mean you have to, and just because I don't like it doesn't mean you have to not like it either, and just because I love Zack Snyder's movies doesn't mean that you guys have to love them as well, and I won't get mad at you for not liking his movies, because again, I understand people will like what or the, what they're gonna like, that's fine. You know, if your dislike for Zack Snyder is, only, is solely based on just you don't like his movies and you leave it at that, cool, good for you. Yeah, my respect. But it's the people who decide to take their hate for Zack Snyder's movies and go on the personal attack with him. Uh, I don't know how long I'm gonna be talking regarding this specific subject or specific subject. Uh, just as you know, sometimes I don't go by a script, and this one I am not going by a script, because I wanted to get my real feelings on this, and I wanted it to, well, be as real as I can possibly make it. And I'm actually gonna, because I screenshotted a few tweets, well, not really screenshotted, I Google searched them, and had some fun finding them for you guys, so I can put it up on the screen for the YouTube video for this. I'm gonna go ahead and look at some of them and read what is said on those for you right now. Let me see what we got here. Uh, 
All right, well, actually, first one that I have up pulling up on here. Uh, let's see. Because, trust me, there are a lot of tweets from people and comments from people that hate him. Uh, and some of them, you know, again, if it's just that you don't like his movies, cool, that's fine. I will leave that alone. But here's the first one that I found from uh, Joanna Robinson, or Rob Robinson, yeah. Joanna Robinson on Twitter says, Have I mentioned that I hate Zack Snyder and refuse to give him credit ever? No? Well, let this tweet be a reminder. Uh, and here's another one from... Uh, VZA, I guess it's Visa, and their tweet is, Zack Snyder is notorious for abusing and killing women in his films, he doesn't know how to write women, can him off Wonder Woman, or can't have, can't him, I don't know, you, know, you, can, you can see it on the screen, it's can X him off WW, let him ruin other films. <laughs> Uh, I'm guessing she tried to mean can try. I guess she meant to fire him from that, but uh, it's funny because you know he co-wrote the movie, he produced the movie, and he's the one who uh, made the had the final decision on casting Gal Gadot for Wonder Woman, and people loved the Wonder Woman movie. So, as I've said before, you can thank Zack Snyder for that movie even existing. And let's look at some more of these tweets from people that don't like him. Uh, let me see. Here's one from a Ashley Lynch. Uh, let's see. It would be talking about Zack Snyder if he raped the, or if he directed a Supergirl movie. It says it would be 28 minutes of upskirt speed ramp shots while insisting that this is somehow empower Supergirl, then raping her. And uh, anyone who eats Gordon Ramsay's food can tell you it sucks. Someone in the same profession can help tell you why it sucks. A Zack Snyder film is like if Gordon Ramsay made a Big Mac that had 18 patties, no veggies, and then sauce with his semen. Disgusting people. Now, Sucker Punch is, is an extended rape has an ex, is an extended rape scene. It is a movie about 16-year-old girls for 14-year-old boys to jerk off to. It was never meant for women, and it is not empowerment. It's fetishization and rape fantasy. It's a rape scene. Snyder's favorite go-to scene. Yes, I missed the hidden message in Sucker Punch of there being no hidden message. Cider is incapable of subtext. And what does the, those three Zex, I don't know, it's just her tweets, I don't know who she's responding to. And what do those three directors have in common that Zack Snyder does not? They know how to tell a coherent story. Uh, uh, I'm convinced. Want to hear my Man of Steel review? It has fewer rape scenes than Zack Snyder's previous films. Yeah, apparently she has a thing about rape scenes in, in Zack Snyder. Uh, and here's, uh, we all want a Superman movie not spearheaded by a narcissist Anne Randian nihilist. Uh, uh, she's referring to Anne Rand, who is the author of The Fountainhead, which people who know what The Fountainhead is about know, know how eerily similar it is to the Zack Snyder situation with Justice League, but not going to talk about that for now. Uh, here's some more tweets from her. I'm surprised Zack Snyder didn't keep the Superman roofy kiss from the earlier films. That seems like an element he'd naturally gravitate towards. Uh, I know, right? Normally they only give him, give them to people who apply, who apply with Snyder's dick in their mouth. Uh, it's a pretty safe bet that comedy equals Whedon and perviness equals Snyder, as that's what their past work has demonstrated, but that's just blind culture. Funny she mentioned perviness because... <laughs> Uh, anyone who saw the Justice League movie, remember the scene when Flash falls and lands flat on top of Wonder Woman, like with his face in her chest? That was a Joss Whedon reshot scene, not Zack Snyder. You know why? 
despite what some of these people think, Zack Snyder does respect women. Uh, just like the tweet that I believe was Jessica Chastain uh, trashing on Zack Snyder for the costumes that the Amazonian, Amazonian women wore in Justice League, calling him out as being sexist and misogynist and all this other nonsense. Well, some of those women came to his defense saying, no, he didn't make us wear any of this. We chose to wear this. I wish I could find the actual tweet, but that's what one of them said. <sighs> Because, you know, apparently it's wrong to be, it's not, you're not, if you're a badass, you're not allowed to look sexy while doing it. <sighs> but, it's just, again, if you're gonna hate Zack Snyder, just, and just leave it at, not, you don't like his movies. But when you try to make him, like, he's a horrible human being, it, that's when it gets ridiculous. This episode of the Men Tides Podcast is brought to you by... Now, back to the show. And here's another one from Priscilla Page. I don't know who she is. Uh, says, I once tweeted and deleted that judging from his take on superheroes, I can't imagine Zack Snyder is nice to his mom. Uh, which you know, that leads me to this tweet from Lindsay Ellis. Where she says, I have it on good authority that Zack Snyder hates his mother. To which... Arnold Shway responded with, He lost his mother years ago, and he's constantly cited her as a role model in his life and even dedicated one of his films to her. Critique Snyder all you want, but please don't cross such a line. Like seriously, it's stuff like that stuff like that makes all these fans bitter on critics. And then she responded with <sighs> sigh. Well, jokes like that tend to not land well when parents are legit dead, but I didn't know that because I don't know anything about Snyder. Which is so such the point that I want to make in this video. <sighs> that a lot of these people that hate Zack Snyder so much, especially the critics, they have never they have never worked with him, nor have they even met him. Yet they want to trash on him, making him seem like the absolute worst human being in the history of humanity. And because as far as I know, every interview that I've ever heard from people who did, made movies with Zack Snyder, they praise him as being such a fun director to work with, that they love him, that he gives them, create, gives them the freedom to make the, the characters their own and do what they want to with it, that he makes... He makes filmmaking fun for them. Uh, let me see more tweets here. Um, uh, let me see. And uh, I got one from uh, Jerry Conway. He says, uh, and this one is regarding the death of Zack Snyder's daughter, Autumn, who committed suicide uh, in early 2017. He says, I hated his work on the DCEU before his personal tra tragedy. I feel for him as a human. I'm glad he's gone from DCEU. No contradiction. So basically he's saying he feels bad for him because of what happened to his daughter, but that he's happy that he's far away from the DC movies because he doesn't want him to have his hands on the DC movies. That's the kind of stuff that makes fans like myself hate the critics because you're using, uh, you're, you're ignoring his pain because it, it, it goes against your hate for his movies, which is just bullshit. So, and let me look at, let me try, let me see if I can find some more tweets that I can, you know, use to shit on some of these critics if I have any, you know, 
saved a lot of images that you guys are going to be seeing all over these screens. And, yeah. Oh, here's one. It says, this is actually a one that's positive in support of Zack Snyder. It says, Zack Snyder gets more hate than Woody fucking Allen. And that's completely the fault of you film critics who have no common decency. And if anyone who doesn't understand what that means, just... Do a quick Google search on Woody Allen, and you'll understand exactly what that means. And from Fiona, who has been one of the, who has been the single biggest supporter of Zack Snyder and the hashtag Release the Snyder Cut movement and campaign, and she says, feminist, LGBTQ, ethnic minorities, environmental protection, everything Snyder delivered through his work was valuing diversity and inclusion. It makes you wonder what kind of people who hate Zack Snyder, who hate Snyder, it must be the group of people were being opposite of all above. Basically, she means people who are against those things, you know, feminism, LGBTQ, and minorities, and, you know, and people who, you know, are pro-environment, that they, that that's what she thinks, that people who are against that stuff hate Zack Snyder, which, honestly, I've, I, she's probably right, I've seen a lot of that. Uh, it's just, and things like, I've seen a lot of critics and fans, especially, who take their hate for Zack Snyder's movies, and they, again, like I, like I said, they go on the personal attack on him, and that's where it draws, that's where, that's when you cross a line that you really can't come back from. Like, I've seen so many people commenting on his stuff like stuff stuff that is pro Zack Snyder and they comment on it like like this one I'm talking about Justice League saying dude it was fucked either way so fucked his daughter killed herself ahead of its release and I've seen several comments like that made from several people on Twitter Instagram Facebook YouTube it's disgusting like that they they joke that his daughter, his adopted daughter, Autumn Rose, killed herself so that she wouldn't have to see Zack Snyder's Justice League movie. What kind of a what what goes on in someone's head where they can joke that someone's that a su that someone's suicide, that someone who lost their daughter in one of the most tragic ways possible, that. It's because his movies are that bad. What, what kind of what kind of mind does someone have where they think that kind of thing? Like, like I could easily, I could, like if you know if I wanted to do that, I could go, I could say something like, uh, let me see, like I if I wanted to be if I wanted to be fucked up like that, I could say some shit like, uh, like or like you know, <sighs> I'm already regretting saying this, but just. Keep in mind that I, this is not what I mean. I'm just using it as an example of how fucked up it is. I can say that Carrie Fisher died so that she wouldn't have to see, she wouldn't have to watch her daughter's acting career continue. And again, I don't actually mean that. And I really hate that I'm saying it. It's just, that's how fucked up it is. The people that are sit joke that his daughter killed herself because she didn't want to see his movies. If you are if you are someone who thinks who who thinks that that's funny, then you are seriously fucked up in the head. And I would personally love to meet you, and punch you in the fucking face, because that even even as a joke, that is something that you just cannot come back from, in my opinion. Now even my even my 
uh, close social media friends, uh, like my friend Jennifer. She doesn't like Zack Snyder's movies. And I'm okay with that, because she leaves it as she doesn't just let, she just doesn't like his movies. But even she agreed with me that she would never take it to the level of making fun of his daughter's suicide just because she doesn't like his movies. And I'm and I'm glad that that she says she told me that because you know, one, she knows how one, she knows how much I love his movies, and two, as as dark as her her, her humor can be, she doesn't go to that level. <sighs> Uh, and also, like I've said, and I've said on, on on a podcast before that that I have a pretty dark sense of humor, you know, for certain things. But that's something that I would never, never go. That's a that's a, pl- a place where I would never go. But it's just again, people, just because you don't like his movies doesn't doesn't justify the personal attacks that people make on him. And then even the people, some of the critics that actually shit on a lot of his movies are now looking back. And re- and apologizing for what they've said. Like here's a couple ones that I found for people that apologizing for how they negatively criticized Batman v Superman uh, from from Walker Floyd. He's not like he's not a critic critic, but you know says I would like to apologize to Zack Snyder. I hated on the original version, but his ultimate edition of Batman v Superman is really really good. And another person rewatching Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition and then apologizing to Zack Snyder. Because again, in hindsight, people realize that there some people some people realize that they are being unreasonably harsh in their criticisms towards Zack Snyder. Uh, now again, like I said, like just uh, oh shit, Ring of Honor's on its fucking Inside Edition, and that's where the TV goes off. Anyways, like if you just left it as you just don't like his movies, then that's fine. Okay, good for you. But like I said, I've never. No, I've never seen any actors or any people that have worked on the crew of his movies say anything negative about him. Like, I've, especially uh, Jason Momoa on the press to, on going around the world to, promoting Aquaman. Every, anytime anyone, any person interviewing him asked him about Zack Snyder, he had nothing but the greatest praise to say about him. That he, he loved Zack Snyder, and he basically owes... The great things he has in his in his life and his career to Zack Snyder, uh, because you know again most people they only up up until before he became Aquaman he was yeah he was well known for playing Khal Drago on Game of Thrones and he had the the Co- the Conan the Barbarian uh, remake from 2011 I think it was 2011 which again to me it wasn't that bad but it didn't do so well critically or in the box office. Uh, and I think he, he, he was on Baywatch or a version of Baywatch years ago. Uh, I never watched the, what the version he was on, so I don't know how well he did there, but it's like everything that he has in his career, the success that he has in his career now and the home that he lives in, the life that he lives, he, he has said that it's because of Zack Snyder that he owes his career to Zack Snyder, and he thanks him for that. Uh, like, I shared one of the things on my Aquaman review, where that he had Zack Snyder over to his house, like, he invited him to his wedding, and then when he was, he brought him to his home, he showed him that, you know, everything that I have here is yours, because I wouldn't have any of this if it wasn't for you, is essentially what he said. And, again, on all the interviews that he's had promoting Aquaman, whether it was brought up or not, 
he praised Zack Snyder uh, so much that I don't know, it's like you know, if he wasn't married to to Lisa Bonet, I'd swear that he he was Zack Snyder's lover. <laughs> you know, like his love for him is that strong, and he's very proud to show the world and shout out to the world how much he loves the man. And I love him for that because it's like his he his is a genuine love for him. Uh, and Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg in Justice League and had the brief cameo in Batman v Superman, that he loves Zack Snyder as well, and he uh, is happy to call him his friend and is happy that he got to make Justice League with him. And yeah, and he he proudly wore the I Heart Zack Snyder shirt at the at Comic Con 2017 in San Diego, and I think in New York as well. I think actually every Comic Con event before Justice League, he was out there wearing the I Heart Zack Snyder shirt, and uh, I think I'm actually gonna try to buy one of those. Huh. But <sighs> and just again, like a lot of people, again, all all the, all the hate that I see for Zack Snyder is from people who have never worked with him, nor have they ever even met him, but yet they hate him so much, and again, if you left it at only hating his movies and just never went beyond that, that's fine, I can respect that, because again, everybody's gonna like what they want to like when it comes to 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 entertain to their entertainment you know their source of entertainment whether it's tv movies music video games books you know it's fine you know you're gonna like what you're gonna like and i i can't tell you i can't say that you're wrong for that you know hell i a lot of the, a lot of my favorite movies and tv shows and books and video games a lot of people a lot of people when i tell them that oh i love this and i love that and i love it they look at me like the fuck is wrong with you? I'm just like, fine. You don't like it? That's good for you. That's your choice. Now, just when you make when you when you start when people start with the personal attacks, that's when it gets to the point of, you know, now you know you're not just critiquing a movie. Now you're just being an asshole. Uh, yeah, and hell, even I've gotten attacked for defending Zack Snyder on uh, some some comments of YouTube videos and even some tweets and all that stuff. It's it's ridiculous. Like it's like I'm like I'm a horrible human being because I like Zack Snyder's movies and I think that in my opinion Zack Snyder is a great visionary director and I love his movies and that his movies are visually pleasing to the eye and the stories being told are just amazing. Again, these are all my opinions. I know there are a lot of people around the world who do feel the same way, but I'm just speaking from my personal opinion and my personal point of view. And just again, and then going back to the people talking about you know him being a sexist and misogynist uh, with Sucker Punch, which again I haven't seen it yet, but I'm I do plan on seeing it very soon, and I'm gonna see the extended director's cut, not the theatrical version. I I prefer the extended director's cut versions of his movies, and he's had a lot of them. He had the extended cut of yeah, the Dawn of the Dead remake, the extended cut of Watchmen, extended cut for Sucker Punch, and I think there's a extended cut for uh, 300, but I'm not 100% sure. It's been a while since I've seen 300, if, but I have seen it at least three or four times. It's been a while, though. Uh, and I, uh, even though it's not been released, I've heard rumors of there being an ex a, a longer version of Man of Steel. It just hasn't been released yet. And that even Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition, that there's still like an, at least 30 minutes missing that they took out of the of the of it from from before. 
and the Zack Snyder Justice League is supposed to be at least uh, three hours long from what a lot of people have said, people who worked on the movie. And uh, I do hope that we'll get to see that. And hopefully with the success of Aquaman, we will get to see it. Because as of this recording, again, I'm recording it Sunday evening, and Aquaman is just $60 million away from reaching $1 billion at the global box office. And that is just amazing to me. You know, because for so many years, Aquaman was seen as one of the big, one of, if not the biggest joke in the DC Comics universe, and now his first ever live-action film is about to reach one billion dollars worldwide, and they still, and it still has at least one more month uh, left in its theatrical run. It's it's amazing. Uh, it's already topped. It's already the highest-grossing film of the DC EU. It topped. It's a, it's past Wonder Woman and Batman v Superman. It's a, uh, as of right now at at. Uh, 940 million worldwide. Again, that's just amazing to me. And I'm, as a big DC Comics fan and a big fan of the DCEU, I am so happy to see the success of Aquaman. And it gives me hope and an and optimistic feeling for the future of the DCEU with Shazam and the Joker and Birds of Prey and One Woman 1984 coming out over the next two years. Uh, and also we're supposed to get uh, the the Batman movie, Matt Reeves' The Batman is supposed to start filming this fall, which is great. I hope that it will, because that's one of the movies that we fans of the DCEU have been waiting for so long to get some kind of information about it, because it's been um, two years now since Matt Reeves joined the, joined the Batman movie as a director, and we have no idea what's going to happen. We don't even know if Ben Affleck is going to still be Batman. And me, I hope he will be because I love Ben Affleck as Batman. I didn't like him in Justice League because all the Joss Whedon reshoots kind of fucked it up. But I loved him in Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition. And I loved him in the few scenes that we got to see of him in Suicide Squad. Uh, and I was excited to see more of that Ben Affleck Batman. And we were going to get that with the original Zack Snyder version of Justice League. And if you want to hear more about that one, go and watch my Justice League podcast from, see, it's beginning of January, and it was the almost the end of October, so say about two and a half months ago. You know, just go ahead and check that one out. You know what, I'll even link it up on the in the description for you guys to check that one out specifically. And actually, last time I checked, that one actually is my most watched video on, my most watched podcast video on the YouTube channel. So, thank you, everybody, for that one. Um, I, but, yeah, going back to... With Sucker Punch. Uh, sorry, kind of went off on a whole tangent about, about the DC movies. But, anyways, back to Sucker Punch. I've heard a lot of people talking about how... Again, it's so it's sexist and it's misogynist. And, again, going back to those tweets. That it's a you know, little teenage boy fantasy kind of film. You know, with fetishes and all this other stuff. It is ex that is not at all what that what that movie was. Again, I haven't seen it, but everyone who I know that has seen it, they've told me not at all what it is. But you know, it's easy to nitpick at all that stuff because they don't they didn't like his other movies. <sighs> and that's funny because I've actually heard, like heard you know like Christopher Nolan 
was was responsible for Zack Snyder being the director of Man of Steel. And, you know, being the Christopher Nolan fan that I am, I love that he, you know, wanted Zack Snyder to direct Man of Steel because it gave us, in my opinion, the best live-action interpretation of Superman. Uh, I know not everyone agrees with that, you know, but it is my favorite in sorry, interpretation of Superman. Because it's very realistic, uh, yet even though he's an alien, it's a very realistic approach. And, uh, to me, like, it's, it's just, I, lo I love Man of Steel. I'm sorry, I just, I just really do. Uh, and then Watchmen... Uh, the movie that everyone, so many people say, oh, this is the comic, the comic book that can never be turned into a movie. Well, you know what? He turned into a movie, and a lot of people now, uh, almost a whole decade later, it came out in two thousand nine, but you know we're still a few months off from when it hit theaters in two thousand nine. So almost exactly ten years later, people are starting to look back and praise Watchmen. I believe even the director of Doctor Strange said that that's his favorite comic book movie ever. And I don't blame him because it's my favorite comic book movie. Uh, it's and if you've never seen Watchmen, I recommend seeing the Ultimate Edition of Watchmen because it will give you like if you're a fan of the Watchmen graphic novel, it will give you almost exactly panel for panel what the the graphic novel was in live action form. Now, of course, some stuff was changed here and there because, you know, creative license and all that stuff. But it is it is my favorite comic book movie ever. Even more so than The Dark Knight. And I love The Dark Knight. It's, one, it's, it's in my top ten favorite films of all time. But so is The Watchmen. And I don't know. You know, what more can I say, honestly? I love Zack Snyder. I love Zack Snyder's movies, and if I ever get to meet Zack Snyder, I would happily, I would happily shake his hand, thank him for the movies that that he's that he's given us, and tell him that I will always support him and his works. That is it for today. I hope you all enjoyed hearing what I had to say about Zack Snyder and the hate of Zack Snyder while also sharing my love for Zack Snyder. Now, thank you all for watching and listening. And do please remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on the YouTube channel so you don't miss on new, up new uploads. Follow me on all my social media. Um, blah, 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 blah. It's all in the description for you guys. And... Next week, I will have a, another requested podcast from Spaz Phoenix, a f good friend of the show, good friend of the channel, where I'll be doing a recasting of the characters of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the DC Extended Universe using current WWE superstars, which that's going to be a pretty fun one for me. And then after that, I have my Royal Rumble predictions, and then one week after that, I have, I'll be discussing toxic fans and toxic fandoms, which I've done before, in fact, I think it was my second podcast that I did months ago, um, but I feel like I have a lot more to say on that particular subject. <sighs> 
And as always, please feel free to tweet me at IronFrosted2D if you have any suggestions or if you have any questions for me. I will take all suggestions into serious consideration and I will answer all of your questions on future podcasts. Uh, you know, all that's easy for me to say. That means I'm ready to head to bed as soon as I hit it. Hi. See? Yes. As soon as I finish recording with this, as soon as I am finished recording this, uh, I will head off to bed. My god. Uh, well, I mean, it is almost 1 in the morning, so... But, again, thank you all so much for watching and for listening. I'll see you all next time. Bye.